Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of the Revelation Podcast. Episode 11 is entitled, What Did Jesus Say About Himself? And the verse that I want to read to start off is from John chapter 8, verses 58. Jesus said to them, Most surely I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. In this last episode, we looked at what the Old Testament prophets said about Jesus. We looked to see what they said about him. With the Old Testament prophecies, it continues to fulfill the Bible being a special revelation. A couple of episodes of the first and second one, we looked at the Word to study about the pre-existent nature of Jesus in the Gospel of John. In that Gospel, it begins at Jesus' deity to show the world that he is who he says he is. When Jesus went to the Feast of Tabernacles, he spoke in front of the Pharisees when they confronted him about his declaration, declaration on who he is. In John chapter 8, verses 13 through 18 from ESV it says so the Pharisees said to him you are bearing witness about yourself your testimony is not true Jesus answered even if I do bear witness about myself my testimony is true for I know where I came from and where I am going But you do not know where I am coming from or where I am going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true. For it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me. In this passage, the Pharisees came at Jesus to say what he says about himself is not true, because one's testimony is not enough for truth to be convincing. Now, Jesus being the truth is an exception to this. Because his testimony alone is enough to still be true if he was the only one to verify what he said about himself to be true. However, he is not alone to verify what he said about himself to be true. He says the one who sent him verifies his testimony on himself to be true. He says, I am who I am. My father can testify to what I said. At the end of their dialogue, he said to them that I am. This thing 
of he said about himself made them want to stone him. The decoration of his deity is one of the things that made them want the Roman government to execute him on the cross. In John chapter verse John chapter nineteen, verses six and seven. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, "Crucify him! Crucify him!" Pilate said to them, "Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him." The Jews answered him, "We have a law, and according to that law." He ought to die because he has made himself the Son of God. From this passage, we see that the Jews wanted Jesus to be executed for declaring that he is God. In other words, they wanted him to be executed by the Romans for blasphemy. I mean, anyone that declared they were God was a serious matter with the Jews. And even though they witnessed Jesus doing the signs, they still did not believe that he was who he says he is, which he said, I am. The Jews at that time understood the statement of, I am. They know that Moses heard that from God. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. I am is a phrase of God that identifies himself. At the end of the dialogue with Jesus and the Pharisees, he referred to himself as God. Well, in the Gospel of John, there are seven or eight statements of I am. Along with that, the word believe is used 98 times, which in all the other Gospels combined, that word is only used 29 times. At the end of John's Gospel, he wanted his readers to believe that Jesus is God to believe in him. And we use mainly his Gospel to see what Jesus said about himself. They verify even more that the Bible is a special revelation that is all about Jesus. Now, before I get into that, I want to say that when it comes to Jesus, that there really is no between in who he is. Either people have to accept who he says he is, or they have to reject him. A lot of skeptics might view Jesus as being a great teacher because they have seen the physical evidence to see that he did exist, but they have not accepted that he is God. Instead of that, they will settle that he was a good teacher. When it comes on who is a good teacher, I think that most of us have an idea on what would make us declare on who is a good teacher. I mean, they will have to be pretty knowledgeable on the subjects they taught. We would like for them to be able to teach to where we can grasp with what they are teaching. And we would also like for them to be honest with us. If later we found out that teacher lied to us, 
then we would still then would we still consider that teacher to be a good teacher? When that teacher lied to us by giving us the wrong answer for the test, would we still consider that teacher to be good? The answer that I hope most of us come to is no. I mean, why would we declare to a teacher to be good if it lied to us? Well, if you realize what Jesus said about who he is to be a lie, then why would you say he is a good teacher? If Jesus lied in who he said he is, then without a doubt, he would have been the greatest con man of all time. I mean, there has been a lot of people still dying for their belief in him. And there are quite a few people in this world that declared they were the Messiah. In 1993, the Branch Davidian leader, David Koresh, declared that he was the Messiah. After he was killed, the people that followed him, the people followed stopped following him. So what I'm getting at is throughout this world, they had many people that declared that they were the Messiah and were not. They had followers and they followed him until that leader died and their cult movement just faded away. Well, Jesus died 2,000 years ago and there are people that are still dying for him. Either we accept Jesus for who he is to believe in him or we reject him. There really is no between with those options. Now with the Gospel of John, the rest of the Bible verifies of who Jesus is. And it has what Jesus said to himself. He being God means he has all the attributes that God the Father and God the Spirit has. He also has a specific function that God the Father and God the Spirit can do. They also have a specific function that he can do. Therefore, that's why they are one and not three. The attributes in the Trinity can be grouped into two categories. One category is comparative, and the other category is absolute. The attributes in the comparative are ones that can be compared or contrast with humans. Those attributes of his, all-knowing and all-powerful, can be contrasted with humans. Even though we are not all-powerful, we know about power. Even though we're not all-knowing, we can still be highly intelligent. Now, the absolute attribute is what sets the Trinity apart from everything else. Their attributes are their holiness and love. Both of those are things that are Jesus. Holiness and love is something that we have to learn. Jesus being a holy God means that he is who he was in the beginning and he is the same in the future. As a holy God, he will not sin. He will not do evil and he will not lie. Therefore, what he said to himself should be received as truth. I mean, he can declare it just himself and it will still be true. However, that is how he does not declare himself as the only one. We already saw him declaring the Father can verify what he said. We can also verify what the reading of his baptism and his transfiguration. Both events had witnesses to hear the Father declare that he is his son. Also about him being the son 
The Bible has his recording of him declaring that he is I am. Now think about it. The blind man, after he received his sight, and after Jesus verified that he is God, the blind man bowed down and worshipped him. Jesus received it. In John's revelation, we see John um, bowing down before an angel, and the angel did not receive his worship. So it's fair to say that if it had been Jesus that John bowed down to, then Jesus would have received it because he is God. In the Gospel of John, it has seven or eight statements of Jesus that began with I am. And now we'll look at those statements to see what he said of himself being God. In John chapter 4 verse 26, this passage is about Jesus with the Samaritan woman. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. With what Jesus said in John, he was speaking to the Samaritan woman. After she tells him that she knows that the Christ is coming, she hears him say that he is the Messiah with I am he. In their conversation, we hear that Jesus, the I am, is one that gives eternal life to those that believe in him. And he is the one that we will worship in truth and in spirit. The next I am statement in John is found in chapter 6, verse 35. John chapter 6, verse 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. In this I am statement from Jesus, the people that he said it to were the 5,000 that were fed. Before he tells them that he is the bread of life, he tells them not to work for food that perishes as a bread he fed them, but they should seek food that is everlasting. He tells them the work of God is that they believe in him. After he told them that, they want to see another sign so they can believe in him. He then heard them say that their fathers ate the manna that Moses fed them. And Jesus corrected them that it was his father that gave it to them, just like the father has given them him for them to believe in. He tells them that he is the bread of life, that they should believe in. The next I am statement is in John chapter 7 verse 29. This statement he says was at the Feast of Tabernacles. And when he went to Jerusalem for the feast, he taught at the temple. When he is teaching them, he is telling them that he is from the Father because people there still did not believe. In verse 29, he says, I am from him and he sent me. Him saying it means that he is identifying himself as a son of God. The Jews that heard him say this did not believe, so they thought he was blasphemy. They wanted to kill him, but they could not. For many people believed in him. The next three I am statements are also at the Feast of Tabernacles or around that time. In John chapter 8 verse 12, again Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. 
Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus saying that he is the light of the world with I am the light of the world means that he is declaring that he is God and he gives life to all. In John chapter 8 verses 58 to 59, Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. In John chapter 10, verses 9 and 11, there are two more I am statements. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. In John chapter 11, Verses 25 to 26. The I am statement that Jesus says is when he's about to raise Lazarus from the dead. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And the last I am statement. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said to them, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26, he tells Martha that he is the resurrection. After that, he raises her brother Lazarus that was dead for four days. When Jesus was in the upper room, he was telling his disciples that he is the way with I am the way, the truth, and the life. Him saying that he is a way is like what he said that I am the door. He is the only way to heaven. We can only enter heaven by believing in him. Also in the upper room, uh, night before he was crucified, he told his disciples about greater love. He says when a friend is willing to die for his friends. When Jesus says, I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep, the sheep is us, and he died for us on the cross. All the ions we see are in his word that is about him. His word testifies that he is the word. The witnesses in the word testify that he is the word. The prophets in the Old Testament testify that he is in the word. And he, in the word, declares that he is God. Like his father who did not sin, he cannot lie. His testimony is true, which is in his word. His words and the words are about him for us to believe in him, which is why the word is a special revelation. Looking at the word for the last podcast, let's us see that it is a special revelation. That is for our salvation. Instruction for us so that we can be complete. I want to end this series on the word with the words of Paul to Timothy in his second letter. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 15 through 17. And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred rites, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus.
All scriptures breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Well, I'd like to thank you for taking the time of listening to this. And I hope that this podcast will encourage you to read the word more. And I look forward to speaking to you guys next time. May God bless you.